With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of Pitchside brought to you by my old employers, McDonald's. We've come full circle. I'm back, baby. I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we want to say a massive welcome to four-time European winner, Clarence Sadoff. Come on. Thank you so much. Um, obviously, we just joked about how this is one of your all-time career highlights coming on pitch side. Yeah, I mean, after, um, you know, my record uh, in the Champions League. Um, Which is pretty average. Yeah, with three different teams. Yeah. I, I, exactly. wanted to, I wanted to add that one team. Yeah. You know, one day we could, we could win. Pitchside could have a European Cup. You never know. One we day. We physically don't have enough people, even with Clarence. We could make a four-side team. We'd have to lock him in the room and then we could just steal his medals. <laughs> Look, we're here ahead of, obviously, the big European match happening this weekend. Uh, Manchester City versus Inter Milan. One of your, obviously, former clubs. Man City never have won this competition before. How do you feel it going? I won't share my feelings about it, um, but my thoughts, uh, with pleasure. <laughs> uh, you know... It's a special. It's a special year for both teams. Uh, Inter hasn't been in the final um, since what fourteen years now. Yeah, something a long like time. That. Yeah. Um, didn't reach actually semi-final for a long time, and and they they did well. They did well this season. They they beat some important um, uh, teams. Uh, Barcelona was an in and out, and and they they did it. So they showed that during the season, all the big matches actually they practically won them all. Mm. And and that makes them very different, differ, uh, not different, uh, but um, dangerous mm -hmm. for for City in the final. D City uh, at the other, you know, they've been just winning everything uh, lately. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, annoying. annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, amazing season for City. Uh, well deserved to be in the final, um, but the final is something different. It's different. Do you feel like Guardiola would have learned, especially from, say, like the last few years where uh, he, he, even he admits to himself, doesn't he, that sometimes he overthinks finals? Do you think this time he's, like he did with the FA Cup, he just had a plan and he's just going to go for it? Yeah, I haven't seen the match of the FA Cup, but I, I heard it was quite, uh, you know, balanced, the match. Uh, that's why I'm saying finals are different. More of game. Because you, you, you know, a mistake can ruin your plans and uh, yeah. so there's more tension there's um, uh, also the habit of playing those matches that interest a club has done more um, the history counts uh, yeah, yeah people might not understand all of that but it, it definitely counts the way you live towards the matches when you've been there more times you are more comfortable um, and, and you know what is coming it's all more familiar mm. even if um, not many players have played the final uh, from Interside, and Man City is in that flow now. And I, and I think that that's that's going to be the whole the, the mind game of, of the final. That's going to be mm -hmm. the trick. As a man that's been in many of those finals, did you ever feel like there was um, different vibes around 
the final, depending on what team you were in at that point? You know, um, you know the team for weeks before. So after a few days, that is out of your head. Now, how do you prepare yourself to be the best uh, in that day? And, and how do you cope with the tension? So whereas how, how do you get to the balance? Because you don't have to motivate nobody for these matches, but it's really how can I keep as a coach or as a club, you know, my team in a, in a place where they can flow and where things are not too tense. Um, expectations, tickets, requests yeah. <laughs> from yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Um, newspapers, radio stations, everybody's talking about this match. And particularly for City, I think that's going to be their biggest challenge, how they're going to live, you know, towards this match. And then also just to be playing the first final ever in the history of the club. It's, um, let's hope for them it's going to be, you know, uh, a joyful uh, momentum. Uh, the result, we never know. Mm-hmm. Do you obviously... You'd say that the pressure probably is on Manchester City with the whole them never achieving this this great trophy. How 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 would you as a player go into a final? Would you prepare differently? Would you just relax the week prior to it, or would you just stay focused? How do you deal with that pressure? Now, to your first point, I I I really don't. Uh, you know, for Man City, it's um, it's history. Um, already made mm-hmm. history. Um, that can go two ways, <laughs> you know. Um, already being satisfied in your unconscious mind, or um, yeah, just be motivated more to to really get it, bring it home. Um, winning the FA Cup, winning the league, that gives you massive confidence, of course. But I don't think they lacked confidence in the years uh, mm-hmm. past. But they have really played better this season. I also think that Guardiola made some substantial changes in his in his approach towards defending um, because at the end that will make the difference mm-hmm. uh, not so much how good you attack but how much you know how good are you in defending because you play always against the best players on the other side um, yeah that to your first point um, your second point was again how do you deal the with the pressure yeah the pressure yeah because I had something in my mind to tell you how we prepared especially in my AC Milan period I can really be clear on that because it were so many years we were at the top and mm-hmm. playing those semi-finals and playing the finals um, you you try to maintain your same uh, let's say training habits hard training you don't go slower. You actually, you try to increase the intensity, but um, without harming each other physically. Um, mm. So that that kind of consciousness of, of avoiding uh, injuries, stupid injuries, but the intensity would we would maintain that at the max because it's easy to slow down because you have two weeks. Yeah. But then to put it on again is very difficult. So you want to maintain that. And that is a difficult part, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't play any matches anymore. So that's a good thing for City. That they still had an important match not so long Pretty ago. Close, yeah. So yeah. they had Keep to the maintain rhythm. that mentality and that that, that concentration level. Uh, Inter Milan, on the other side, had a longer break. But the Italians have a different mindset. So for them, it's okay. They will prepare physically. They will prepare tactically, go into all the details. Mm. If they need to sit it out for 90 minutes in front of the defense, they will do that. I'm not saying there's going to be the tactics, but um, 
this is what I mean when when history counts. You have been there. Many teams in Italy have been there. Uh, Inter has uh, great history in 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 the Champions League as well. So, um, yeah, I, I think that it will be a very tactical game. Unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, hopefully we'll get an early goal and then things will open up. They say never happens. Yeah, but <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah, you yeah. Know, the only thing, the only <laughs> time it really happened uh, two times, I think, it was Real Madrid against Valencia. Was really like seemed like an open game. Yeah, and then Milan against Liverpool. Liverpool, where, yeah. Where that was like a crazy match. A lot of yeah. goals. Ridiculous. Yeah, but let's not get into. So, would you say on that point, just in terms <laughs> like, like the history side? Um, so, like certain w- w- when you were like in the Milan team, you had like Cafu, Kaka players who were uh, are used to that level, and whereas like the City players haven't been there and done it. Would you say that would give a team an edge with players who've been there, done it, and it's kind of like nothing to them? Well, you named two of them that were actually the ones who had less experience in the Champions League. Oh, okay. The Champions at League. time. At that time. But I mean, not big guys, they, 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 at national level, had uh, great yeah. experience, especially Cafu, of course. But um, I will give you a few of the names. Maldini. Yeah. have been there uh, so <laughs> many times. Nesta. Yeah. was uh, Costa Curta. Uh, um, uh, Data? Who, yeah, I mean, we, we were there for seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. always, like, always. Around. It was like being, you know, uh, playing those. So like, it's, it's kind of how you see with Madrid the last few years. To them, it's like yeah, yeah. normal in a way. Yeah, well, you always have that tension. Mm. It's it's never a normal game. It's always new. It's a new match. It's a new adversary. It's a new momentum. Um, but you know what it takes to make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know to read things fast in the match and also even in preparation towards the match, something is lacking, something is good. And you also, and like I think Madrid just had to acknowledge they they were not good enough in the semifinal, mm. in the second leg, especially. Yeah. First, actually, I think they were. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Very city were just too good, yeah. weren't they? The city was just too good, mm-hmm. and that happens. Um, and then you also go out with okay, it's good. You know, I mean, they were just better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really all about <clears throat> knowing um, the experience brings you to know how to prepare these matches, the preparation. Yeah. And then what happens during the match? You will might be five to ten minutes, fifteen minutes under pressure. Um, you just need to defend. Yeah. the best way you can not panicking because you know yeah. it will you yeah. know things will turn around at a certain point um, 
So those things will count. And, and, and I think that the mentality of Inter in that sense, they are more used to be able to be under pressure yes. mm-hmm. and don't crack. Yeah. Um, Man City is a team that generally commands the matches. So if they don't get that goal, the longer it goes on. That, yeah. it, so this is the reading. But, you know, you always have to play the match. <laughs> the Obviously, the match. you spent a lot of time in Italy, especially when I felt like it, the Italian teams like Inter and AC really dominated football. Yeah, like they were huge in, huge in Europe. And do, do you see like a, a reserve? Yeah. Do you see like a resurgence now of obviously Napoli winning uh, Syria, Inter, AC, Milan, both getting far in the Champions League? Do you feel, do you feel, and obviously Roma, yeah, Roma in, in the, the other European Europa. final, do you feel the Italian teams are really starting to come into play and be more of a force to reckon with. Well, it, it, it was a great year for Italy, uh, European-wise. Uh, and uh, I mean, Juventus has dominated uh, the league for many, many, many yeah. years, like 10 years or so. But now there's more balance. There's, uh, the competitiveness is back uh, in the Serie A and that, that clearly um, shows also in Europe. And, um, and that's good for football. Yeah, um, I, I do believe that these teams that you mentioned uh, will do well next year as well in the Champions League. I will, they will grow. Mm. The young teams, if they don't sell all the players, they will be competitive again. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I think it's good. You know, uh, England had its cycle, Spain had its cycle, uh, Italy is coming back. Um, I don't believe AC Milan; they overperformed. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you look at the squad, so that was really hats off for what they did. Uh, will be a tough next season for them, but I think that uh, overall, yeah, Italy is um, definitely back on track. So taking it away from uh, the big tournament itself and more towards your career, you've listed quite a few star-studded names already. Are there any players that were your favourite to play alongside? Well, I've been really blessed with so... <laughs> long career and, and playing alongside so many incredible players uh, <laughs> it's hard to start somewhere yeah the, the list is yeah, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's mean, a good I, CV I, I can just say that um, it was really uh, a privilege to to have um, all those teammates and, and, and be able to win uh, mm. you know trophies together which is an amazing feeling and, it, and the most beautiful thing is what is um, left after uh, you finish your career and, and have that friendship and look back on, on and, yeah you know when we meet and sometimes we play those legend matches and just the connection that is still there sometimes yeah. the mind wants to do certain things and the body says <laughs> you know go screw yourself and uh, I mean you cannot just uh, <laughs> ask that anymore from my body so yeah. no I mean it's 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 an amazing journey um, AC Milan has been the longest uh, period, you know, playing with the same team. So if you, if I would take out two players that I've had so much to do with yeah. in, the, in the match during the matches, I think it would be Pilo and and Kaka, mm. uh, most likely. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. So not, yeah. <laughs> so not that good then. Just, just Kaka, yeah, yeah because the conne- I mean Pilo playing would be, alongside. It, 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 that that was the the connection to you know to build to. Do you goals. hope if we asked them that they'd say? No, I mean, I mean, it's eight years is a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time. And We're t- talking of Perlo and, and you, I think, I think you two are quite underrated players. Like, like Kaka gets like the Ballon d'Or, but do, do you have teammates you've played with who you feel 
don't get the recognition they should or are maybe a bit underrated or under the radar. Yeah, I mean, because like we all know whole, how the good. whole thing about being underrated. Who's who's underrating? Who's actually underrated? Just the average who, schmuck I mean. like us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I think that players know their value, and and the players among themselves know what value somebody else had in mm. the matches. Um, I'm sure if you would go and ask the Barcelona team of Xavi and that amazing team mm. about our team. They would they would speak very highly about yeah, us yeah, and, yeah. and and vice versa. So it's uh, you know it's also momentum. The year that Kaká won the Ballon d'Or, I think was my best season, uh, but he was more determined in the goals that he he scored in season and and, and was actually an amazing. I feel part of his Ballon yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I, I mean yeah I mean that's the relationship that was there. Uh, there was no jealousy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, we uh, because if there was, you don't win. You know, it was yeah, really yeah. That, that genuine um, generosity and um, wanting the others to shine. And when somebody would score a goal, if you would look at our goals, the celebrations were always Together, very yeah. authentic. You know, it was not like, okay, I'm not going to celebrate because he scored the goal. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and, and that says a lot um, because I've lived the opposite as well. Yeah. Where players would not really celebrate because somebody scored a goal because he wanted to score the goal. or And that, that part of the ego is, um, you know, just damaging whatever you want to achieve as a team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Is there anyone that you've directly clashed with in that aspect? Um, I, I, I don't remember them all well because you cancel those things yeah. in general. Yeah, but we deal with it yeah. at the moment. Um, yeah, I would deal with those things. Um, that was part of the things I would do off the pitch <laughs> to support like with some other players and make sure that we all keep you know, focused on, on, on the common goal. How, how would, say, say this build-up to this weekend, for example, how would an argument within the, the squad affect, like, the, the ripple effect and the rest of the squad? Or would, say, the Guardiola, the manager, just come in and just nip it in the bud straight away? No, no, actually, it's good if you have arguments. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people I, say I, that. I, I think that uh, with care. the teams that we, that we uh, achieve things with, I mean, it was... It was a fight every day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like because the competitiveness is there, you care about the results, you care about what you're doing, and if there is something that wrong, the teams that with whom I won things with, we would have an amazing social control. The, the coach would would come in really an extreme, but it never really got to that point. We would already handle it as a as a team and. Um, uh, players would know, um, including myself sometimes, because uh, you, you sometimes you do certain things mm-hmm. with the best intention, but if the team considers it not a good thing for the team, uh, the team will speak out or act in a certain way that puts everybody back in in, in position. And that's where you uh, make also the difference because there is honesty, there's a commitment, mm-hmm. and there's a sort of brotherhood because that's what you create, especially when you're like, together 300 days in, uh, yeah. in, in a year I mean it's a lot of time that you spend together so that, that the, the arguments are actually important the discussions and the fights and important how you deal with it after mm. so when it's finished it's finished yeah. yeah and and you know you discuss things you talked about them you stay a bit you know upset for a few days if you want but after that when we're on the pitch we're united yeah. and and that's I think the spirit of um, of uh, sports, uh, 
in general, I believe. But I think when you you know want to achieve something as a as a team, as a group, whether it's in sports or in business or whatever, this element has to be in place mm, if yeah. you want to be uh, if you want to be competitive. Yeah. Would you say there's a particular hothead you've played with over your career? Oh, so like, many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could name a few, I reckon. You know, my good friend John Dal Thomason was uh, oh, really? very fiery. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that's big surprising. Person, big personality. <laughs> Not the name you've No, that yeah, wasn't the name I Big personality, of course. Uh, Gattuso. Yeah, that's one. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were waiting on that one. It was passion. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't mean hot-headed yeah, in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, no, 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 mean, no, yeah. no. hot-headed. Yeah, yeah, just... Like, not passion, hot-headed. Yeah, I don't remember John Don Thomas and being like that. That's oh, yeah, just check him. Yeah. Defenders were never happy playing against him. He... Yeah, 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 yeah. He was fiery. But I like that in him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I loved that in him. He was tiny, he was not a big guy. But he would put up a fight, like, serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's keep the hot-headed in a positive sense. No, that's what you're yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Those who had less control of themselves. There were some mothers as well. Um, I think that uh, at Real Madrid, or was it at Real Madrid? Well, Edgar Davis was a hothead. Yeah. He, he was one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you have some? Yeah. 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 And then... Um, when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. At Real Madrid, who was the hothead there? Panucci. Okay. Panucci. Never you? Well, I, I, calm. I, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, calm. I could I be calm, but I also, I, I also, I also could be, no, I'm a, I mean, not a hot hat. Like, I had more control of the things, mm. but if, 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 I, if I needed to say something, I would say something. So yeah. I was more like a direct shooter. Mm. Yeah. Not so much being a hot hat. Like, hot hat for me is when you don't really, you just explode. React. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of. Like were, there, were, there, were there any players that were the complete opposite? So just total training ground jokers, rather than hides. Always trying to make somebody laugh. Positive. Yeah. No, but these guys were all positive at the end of the day. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's really the determination of how. What 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 do we mean with being a hothead? I mean, you can also de describe it in a negative sense, but these players were just the way they are, and mm. um, um, in a team you have all different characters, and uh, at the end everybody in certain moments because sometimes you need those reactions mm. you need something to happen sometimes it was all flat and then those mm. would just explode and and something would happen you mm -hmm. move things you know from the emotional standpoint 
But yeah, we had we had um, the Joker, so many jokes. I mean, also Catuso was a Joker. <laughs> Pilo was a Joker. Uh, Roberto Carlos was a Joker. Uh, Carambeo was an amazing guy. He was a cal- he was like a calm guy, but also hot head. I don't know if you remember. So we were very close, and uh, at a certain point, uh, I think we we had a meeting somewhere near a supermarket and. On the, um, uh, he parked his car, and there was this paparazzi because he was dating, and they had paparazzi on their case all the time. So he broke the camera <laughs> on the guy, and uh, the guy had to run. Um, and that was Karambe, but Karambe, the other hand, is also like a teddy bear. Like he yeah, yeah. like yeah. He, so kind. They call him Monsieur. Monsieur. That's that's Monsieur is his nickname. That says a lot about his character. I mean, the gentleman and the yeah. nice guy and stuff. But oof, don't piss him off. Yeah, don't don't uh, get on the wrong side. Yeah. That that brings me on to it because obviously footballers, you know, they they live this, they can live this lavish lifestyle, but at the same time, it comes with a lot of pressure. What would you say the best and the worst thing about being a professional footballer is? Well, the best thing is. Um, you're generally um, it's the game that that one loves. I will speak for myself. I mean, when I play, still I just love the game. I enjoy mm. it. I've enjoyed it until my last day. I played. Mm. Many others really don't because maybe it wasn't really what they wanted to do, but they were just good enough, and mm. things happened for mm. them. But they didn't like the pressure of you know um, everything around it. I actually enjoyed the whole package. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about some of the moments. Yeah, and 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 having the possibility actually to uh, live in this world for so long, and what it has given me back as well. Yeah, I, I've I've really just enjoyed the whole thing, but many don't. And uh, they feel the pressure. They feel that you know that the, the privacy is not a lot. Mm. And I think that goes a bit for people yeah. who are public public figures. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. But I always say, you know, um, when you have uh, been blessed with a talent and you're able to make money with that talent, mm. I mean, what else can you ask for? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're obviously very fortunate enough to play in a lot of stadiums. Um, obviously, San Siro is coming to its end. You know, that it's saying goodbye to it. What was your... Really? That's 30 years I'm hearing that, but it's not happening. <laughs> I think this is... Uh, yeah, are, are, finally yeah. it's happening. Are they still going to share? <laughs> no, they're, they're, taking, they're making two stadiums, aren't they? Right. No, it's not happening. Not happening. Never will happen. <laughs> 30 years of talking about it and it's not happening still <laughs> yeah. um, what was it like walking out exclusive. at like the Bernabeu the San Siro so I'll give you my top three stadiums yeah. the Hawthorns but you need to you need to guess the first one though okay. the, the two the, you already mentioned the two others but okay uh, what, what continent the number one what continent yeah you need to tell me Continent, just give me the continent. Give yep. me the continent. Europe. Maybe Europe, no. right? Sure. Not in Europe. No, right. is it in so Brazil? The Maracanã. Oh, no. What's the one in... Uh, oh, um, think oh, about no. Maradona. Yeah, oh, Boca Juniors. Have you ever played the Boca Juniors? No, 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 no. I said think about Maradona, not about Argentina. Napoli. 
No. It's not in Europe, no. Tom. Oh, yeah, but who's he played for outside of Europe and South America? Botafogo. Okay. What about we go to the World Cups? South Africa. Oh, Mexico. Ah, uh, 86. He's done it. So, which one? It, the Aztec Stadium, is it? Azteca. Azteca. See? Is that like 100,000? 120,000. Oof. Wow. What do you play for Holland there? Before the World Cup, um, 94, we had a friendly in that stadium against with Ajax, um, oh. with Ajax against the Mexican national team. This was their, it was their last uh, friendly match before the World Warm Cup. Warm-up game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they fill it? Oh, oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we started our warm-up and everything, and then there were like maybe 10,000 people in such a huge stadium. And just coming with the bus, you see all those pillars from kilometers away touching the roof. I mean, wow. just impressive. So we entered, warm up, and we said, okay, no, we, don't, we didn't think it would be full yeah, because, yeah. you know, young boys the, from IS coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we went back in and then came back out and it was full, completely full, in the colors of the, the national um, flag Green, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. Like, and the, the fact is they, they really, 10 minutes, they can fill it, and 10 minutes is empty. The same, thing, the same thing with Bernabeu. Bernabeu can be full yeah. in a second and it's empty and very... Did, because the infrastructure is just done in that way. You just... Did so you find Bernabeu that would be the second one and San Siro. These are the three, my three favorite. And the reason why I'm saying it because they're very close to the, to yeah. the pitch yeah. and they go straight up. So you, you, lo you like that, you don't find that intimidating? Because I, I guess some players would find that... If possibly you know, overwhelmed and away, yeah, away but that's where the difference is between players and players as well you thrived on that then yeah of course yeah oh, I'm well they were my home stadiums at the end so mm. that was also yeah. something but it can also be hard to be you pressure know, yeah. yeah yeah you yeah. see that a lot with man united players they, they don't deal with they, they play better outside yeah 100 yeah, yeah. well, on the other side of it what was it like going to say Barcelona or obviously playing at the San Siro against Inter or AC when you're at either of the clubs. <laughs> was that weird, oh. by the way? Was that not really weird? No. Playing at the San Siro as an away team for AC or Inter? It was never really away because they split practically the, you know, one part was uh, Inter fans and the other part was the Milan fans. Um, but Barcelona was, um, uh, yeah, uh, that rivalry was, is the biggest one. Especially um, in the world, yeah. Um, but the stadium didn't impact me as much as yeah. a banner bear would do, or because come now it's really close, open, isn't out. it? Yeah. So of course you feel, the, you know, the people and stuff, but it's different. The stadium, the, the stadium effect was not really the what really playing against Barcelona was difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big pitch and the wet pitch and you know all of that, you know the quality of Barcelona, the way they played. That was always a challenge there, but uh, not so much the stadium. But every time, uh, Juventus also, Juventus, it was playing against Juventus, it was difficult, not mm -hmm. so much because the environment yeah. would, would add something to it for me. Um, especially in the uh, Lalpi, when they had the old stadium, now it's a bit better. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah. What was it like, obviously, um, being from Holland, you got a lot of players to look up to, Johan Cruyff. Who is the person you looked up to as a, as a child? Well, my idol was Frank Rijkaard when I grew up. Um, and then, of course, the 88 team with Ruth Gullit and mm. uh, 
Van Basten and all these guys. And uh, I loved uh, Zico as well. Uh, Zico was uh, one of my idols when I grew up because I watched them as a 10 year old, 12 yeah, year old. Sticking yeah. your mind uh, The World Cups. And I mean, Zico was amazing those times. And of course, the great Pelé and, 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 and those great players. Uh, Johan Cruyff, of course, had a great impact because his his team selected me when I came as a young boy to Ajax um, for the trials. Uh, he was a sport director in those times. Wow. So there's this that relationship. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's Special amazing. to play with your idol and win the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first one. Not bad. You've you've yeah. mentioned a lot of um obviously your career CV is incredible. Were there any transfers that didn't occur for you or clubs that or close well, ones it almost happened? Surely the Premier League yeah, yeah, surely the Premier League came yeah. calling. Somebody yeah, they came three times seriously. Um one was um, after my Sampdoria experience and I went to Real Madrid. I could have gone to Arsenal or Manchester United. And then after Real Madrid, I went to Inter, but then also same clubs again um, for England. Didn't happen because uh, I had the chance to play with Ronaldo and Vieri mm. uh, in my number 10 position. I oh, don't blame you. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lippi was the coach. Yeah, the yeah, stage, yeah. You know, considered one of the best coaches in the world. And so I, I went back to Italy. I knew Italy already. So, And then um, when Ancelotti went to Chelsea, uh, he wanted to bring me uh, wow. with him. And, and I think also Pilo um, was on the list. But it didn't happen. Yeah. So the, those would, there were some other options, but nothing really concrete. I mean, yeah. just just quickly, uh, Ronaldo was like my idol growing up. So he, was he as good as he looked? Like R9. Really, yeah, the best. Like in training as well, just like oof. ah, when he had uh, when he wanted to train, yes. <laughs> a lot of people say yeah. R nine and Ronaldinho. They just jogged around here and there, and then game day. Incredible. It, it's, it's cultural, isn't it? Though, like the, Brazil, the Brazilians no, are. No, so R nine was not always like off in training, but he just didn't have to do. They turn it on when they want. Much, yeah, because that was the way he played. He was a striker, so he would put you to sleep and then he would yeah. get the ball, <laughs> and do his thing. Uh, Ronaldinho was different. Ronaldinho was. Um, he also played more from the wing side and. His game was different, mm. um, much more involved, of course, with the ball than, than Ronaldo. Ronaldo, but the thing with Ronaldo is that I think he's just, you know, the, the most complete player that I've played with. Uh, he, he he had it all, and he played in a very um, concrete way, focused to all his actions were to determine something, yeah, not just for fun. And then left and right. I think I was speaking yesterday about him with Julio Cesar. Um, I said like, like everything, speed, power, control, vision of the game. He would see things sometimes. I said, what did you see? Mm, yeah. I, I mean, I have a good vision of the game, but what did you actually see? <laughs> and then you find somebody in front of the goal completely free. Yeah, he was special, very special. Um, obviously, so earlier we we played a bit of football with you. Uh, you had a, you had a couple of goes yourself, and you even like attempted almost like a, a bicycle strike. Yeah, so you're clearly in shape at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You clearly work out, and we, we've seen some photos. You're clearly in good shape at the moment. 
Where, could you still play? Could, where would you? Could you fit into a side? Where would you play? Listen, um, I think age is a number. Uh, now it's been 10 years. I've been um, That's the definite out of the game. It would be a challenge, now. not not for 90 minutes, but I would be able if I would put mm. myself in training and all of this stuff. Yeah, I think because I, I'm 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 fit. I don't have any issues. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My knees are good. My ankles are good. I don't have um, any major issues. So, but it, it comes with a lot of other stuff. And do you, and, um, do you miss it? No. Really? Interesting. No, no, no. You you so, you're like. I played, it for, long, I played yeah. it for a long time. Yeah, no, but a lot of people go, oh, I should have retired earlier or, or later, or you, you feel like you got Listen, that spot on. Well, I have a philosophy of life is which I live what I have mm. and what I don't have, I don't have. So yeah. I'm going to be focused on it. Otherwise it gives you all kinds of strange feelings. I think that's a good, I think that's yeah. the perfect you, answer. You know, Beautiful. And, and when, when I stopped playing, I could have played another four or five years. I mean, if these guys played, I was 38 when I stopped. Yeah. But I could have played easily. Say uh, Roberto played until his 44 years, and we were in the same competition mm. at that point, and I was actually fitter than he was. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. Many times and stuff. But then the opportunity came to go and coach, and, and, and I did it, and I, I feel good because everything I did in my life, um, in my career, I gave it all. Mm. So when I look back, I said, okay, you know, I can just be satisfied and, um, and move forward. There's so many things to do in life. How, how do you keep yourself fit at the moment then? Is it mostly gym? I've seen Watch, watching you guys is a big inspiration. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big gym person, but I, it's, it's important. Um, I'm an outdoor person. My whole life has been outdoors. So for me to be in a gym is, is believe me, that was not the most fun part mm. of our career to be in the gyms. You do that because you need to do that. It's to, something yeah. that you need to do. So you, you, I do it. This is how I maintain myself, but I think that the biggest part is really my lifestyle. Um, you know, how I cope with stress, how I recover from fatigue, how I, um, my nutrition, uh, I don't drink alcohol, I don't, you know, I eat healthy, drink healthy in general. Um, and that is a big, big chunk mm. of it. Yeah. And then I maintain myself at least three times a week, I'm, I'm working out. Uh, and if I skip a week, no, no issues because I'm just consistent. Um, Do you have my a lifestyle during my career is the same I have now. That's so as you've maintained it, it yeah. I maintained it. So you're doing running, you're doing like functional sort of fitness. I then. do. <laughs> we're looking for tips. I, I, you know, I, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very personal. Mm. Uh, what works for me might not work for you. What I always say to people is, um, first of all, don't kill yourself. Mm. There's no need. If you need to play Champions League, we have been killing ourselves during, mm. for 20 plus years. Yeah. Doing things that our body actually didn't like at all, wasn't even good for the body. Yeah. Mm. So now I'm in a phase of maintaining myself. So, and the people should understand that. That doesn't mean you need to push yourself and get to that, you know, touch the, the limit and stuff, but also, it's not about being two hours in the gym. You can do half an hour every day yeah, and, yeah. and be efficient. A good half an hour, yeah. Yeah, what is your goal? What, what are you working for? Um, and, uh, and feel good, you know? Once you feel good and you understand what you're doing, nutrition-wise, you understand how you're doing from a mental point of view. And I think that is where this generation has a big 
a challenge with all the external information that mm. is coming in and a lot of time the wrong information coming in and how to elaborate all of that and be more connected with yourself so that awareness i'm going to start an awareness program by the way nice yeah very soon this year i will knock it out it's called the uh, the mind of an athlete I like that. So because it's all about the mindset. Mm. Yeah, that's where it starts, right? Yeah. I've seen that you also play golf though. So is that how Yeah, you... but believe me, then you <laughs> no good. The balls <laughs> went everywhere. Me and you both. in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, golf is not my thing. Um, oh, I I'm, I'm, I'm going, was... no, I'm tennis. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Full on, yes. Yeah, do you play a lot? No, I don't play a lot anymore, but I mean, I, I even watch tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you I, would say that's your I would wake up for the Australian Open. And oh, the nice, US nice, Open. nice. I mean, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Would you say that's your favorite sport other than football? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. you've been keeping that hobby throughout your career as well? Or is it a hobby uh, that you No, because post? during my career, there was really no time or energy to do it. Okay. So I was more watching on television. Yeah. I mean, I'm very good friends with, with, with Djokovic and, and with Boris Becker, especially since years. And he was one of my idols, actually, mm -hmm. uh, growing up, him and Edberg. Oh, Djokovic, uh, Djokovic is an AC Milan fan, isn't he? Or he is an AC Milan yeah. fan. That's how we yeah, yeah, got yeah, connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's and, and, and Boris uh, really... Uh, that's now almost 20 years relationship yeah he's an amazing guy yeah did you watch the um the the tennis thing on netflix from him no they oh, they the, followed the, the they followed the tour What's last year oh Breakpoint. no great point really oh, good no, it's good yeah, yeah. it's really I'll good check it out yeah it's really really good uh, we got some listener questions yeah. okay come out some cool. quick more quick fire ones uh someone says how did you well we sort of touched this on already we've done that we've done that um who are the three players you can see winning the ballon d'or in the next five years vinicius jr good shout the brand oh um if valverde scores more goals Ooh. I like that shot. And he will play more as a center midfield, like a, like a midfielder. Yeah. Uh, I like that. He, he maybe not reaching, you know, it's hard to compete with the strikers and, yeah. and those who determine really the matches, but he can be among the best um, uh, for sure. I coached him, by the way, before he went back to Madrid. Really? Where? La Corina. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Did, could you see then? Oh, first, first training, I said, who's this? <laughs> I, said, I had to put my first 11, match, 11 team for the first match. And I said, okay, start put, I don't know where he plays, but put his name on the list. He's a starter. Um, and he wasn't at all what he is today. Uh, but the potential was yeah. wow. clear. Yeah, dynamic. And uh, yeah, that Uruguay, Uruguayan, you know. Great. Fire, yeah. Another um, play. I'm just trying to check. So, if Leao mm. continues to develop and becomes more efficient in his choices mm. um, without the ball, because I think that is where he can improve a lot. Uh, he he is a guy who can like. Can like Kaká yeah. was to be able to determine matches. Yeah, match winner. Winner. He has that. He can just break through and, and, match winner, and, yeah. Yeah, and just decide matches. And so not as early as the other ones that I mentioned, but 
potentially. Potential. And who else do we have? I mean, we, the city um, has not another Frenchman over at PSG. Killian. I mean, Mbappé. We have to mention him, really. Well, I yeah, mean, true. he's already there. Yeah. True, true, true. This is like, I mean, he's been, he's been already there. So for me, the, I'm talking about the next generation. The Silva. Um, he has a great, great. Who's that? Sorry, Silva. Which Silva's that? City. Oh, Bernardo. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking of Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Bernardo has. Um, yeah, he's I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. He's on fire. John Stones. John Stones. Is that <laughs> he's a good thing? Your favorite. <laughs> I love because, a bit of John Stones. Because you know it's hard. Sometimes it's just a momentum, and uh, you have a few great months, and that's, that's why that's why it's hard to give some yeah. names out because mm. I want to see like give, give, give me yeah. a few seasons yeah. of it Haaland we haven't mentioned him best player hmm. no best striker yeah yes, yes. yes you know um, so yeah interesting uh, the thing I like about uh, Haaland is his mentality mm. I, I really just a killer I, yeah, isn't he? I, and I hear good things about him that is what I appreciate of, you know, this younger generations. There's not a lot of them that have that. Mm. They all say, like, he's, fire. He's, he's preparation, he's nutrition, everything. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's, and I'm not saying it's their fault. I said the, the surrounding and the environment yeah. is not pushing them, um, you know, to get there. And that's why you have seen that difference between some of the clubs around and, and the others, like Madrid. It's a similar vein of question to the previous one, but are there any young upcoming players that aren't in this kind of conversation that you're excited to see in the future maybe young a Xavi Simmons exactly yeah maybe young, young Dutch stars yeah but you know um, I always say it's not about the age um, so many we have seen in the past that were very very young and were killing it mm. when you're ready you're ready yeah. and you make a difference Jude stop. Bellingham yeah. well, even Erdegaard was 15 right and yeah taking and this German strike what's his name the young boy Oh, for Dortmund. Adiemi. No, he played the World Cup as well. Uh, Not Musiala. What's his name? He plays in Bayern, I think, yeah. Musiala. Oh, Musiala. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, he's like a yeah. midfielder. Yeah, 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 he's good. He's very good. Yeah, he's, he's similar to Bellingham, isn't he? But yeah, he, yeah, he plays a bit like second striker. Mm. He couldn't yeah, play for yeah, England. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He's, he's, miss yeah. Out. Scored the winner for, what a, what for the Bayern. Yeah, he is, oh, right. he's special. Um, the next one from a viewer says, what is your, what do you bench? <laughs> what do you bench press? As you know, and if you do, that's crazy. I don't, I don't do it a lot. There's not enough weights, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I, um, I do a lot of functional yeah. strength exercises. Uh, because I don't need to grow muscles. Yeah. So and it's same. No, it's more. It's more about my f uh, flexibility and yeah, movement. I, I need to. I need yeah. to be mobile yeah. and uh, agile. So, um, I obviously do very basic leg extension, leg curl, uh, leg press, and and all, all the the standard. Yeah, ones. yeah. How much do you leg then, press then? If we can do bench. Yeah, I mean leg press can. Be. The whole machine. Yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> if we do maximum, we can go to 150, 160, most likely. That's just a joke, man. But, but I, I, I maintain for, what, 100? Yeah, wow. as you do. Yeah. yeah. Easy? Yes, yeah, easy. Because, <laughs> because it's also technique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Isn't that all power? Yeah, that's why I can't. Lifting. Yeah. How many times do you see people that are like lifting? Yeah, it's it's real power, but mm, it's yeah. also the technique. And um, that's what many people forget. Even shooting uh, from certain distances, uh, power, but you know, in, with power, you're not going to get anywhere. And final. finally, no, I've got one. <laughs> Are you going to give us a prediction for the big game on Saturday? Prediction? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're sitting out uh, 120 minutes. Really? And penalty kicks. You oh. think it's going to be a proper Italian? No. Well, Itali- the Italian it's job. It's going to be a proper... Um, Champions League final. Yeah. Wow, really? I, 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 wow, well, you know more than me, but I just think City are going to steam up. No them. way, man. It's a final. Anything can happen. I feel, I feel like you know something that we don't know. <laughs> no, I, uh, it's... it's There's a mentality. Have you, been speak- you know, how many times we try to predict the final? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. just never right. We yeah, just never get yeah, it right yeah. because the lo- it's, it's not just the logics of, oh... Both teams have had an amazing season. City obviously has had a better season in terms of winning things, but the competitiveness of Inter Milan in the Champions League has been at the highest level. Mm. It's one game. Um, It's one game. They have players that want to show something. Lukaku is not even even playing starter. And Zeko is a former City guy. I'm looking at all kinds of things that can influence Mm. this match. Yeah. Um, City can easily go over tens. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. seen it before in the past. Yeah, because uh, you know. Yeah, so, but as as I said, just to make clear, City is undeniably the better team here. But that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean you, the best team doesn't always win. No. Look at Inter Milan when they reached the final against Barcelona, yeah, and yeah, they didn't yeah. see the ball for the ninety minutes. So. We'll live on that. That was, um, yeah. I was, I was interesting. I like that one. Yeah, I, did, I didn't, I didn't think you'd say that. Karen, well, thank you very much for <laughs> yeah, joining us on Pitch Side. Oh, thank you, very, guys. very much appreciate. Obviously, thank you to McDonald's for making this all possible. Um, you can add it to his list of achievements now, yeah. boys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, before so, we go again, at the four, top. Tri- four, four European titles, <laughs> Pitch Side, <Yeah. laughs> as it should be, as uh, yeah, guys. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to drop a like. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you announce five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to order your McDelivery on my McDonald's app for the big game this weekend. And we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.